0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz Today. Yesterday, the interest rate went up half a point. Today, the Dow Jones is down 1130. So, you know, that feels good. The NASDAQ is down 649. Worker output down 7.5%. So explain to me how it is possible that Jerome Powell can tell us with a straight face the head of the Fed is Jerome Powell that the economy it's strong
1: for uh, wages are moving up at, and at rates that haven't been seen in quite a long time so it's it's a, it's a very it's a good time to be a worker looking to looking to you know either change jobs or get a wage increase in your current job. So it's a strong economy, and, and nothing about it suggests that it's that it's close to or vulnerable to a recession. Now,
0: It is remarkable to hear Jerome Powell speak like this, and I will agree that just because the markets do something doesn't mean that's the way it is on Midwest Main Street. But arguing that people can easily go shift jobs and change jobs and arguing that somehow wages are up on Midwest Main Street is simply not true. It's a falsehood. It's a lie you might tell yourself. I don't know why Jerome Powell feels he needs to tell himself this lie. He knows it's damn well wrong. Holy crap. The, I, I have argued numerous times on this show, and producer Ari has heard me say it, that the market does not necessarily mean our lives. And very often the disconnect between Wall Street, Midwest Main Street, is very real. But there are psychological barriers. $100 a barrel oil is a psychological barrier when it crossed we talked about it by the way if you want to know brent crude's at 109 west texas intermediate it's at 106 we haven't seen these things go down this is the new normal eh, you know maybe maybe in in mid-april we had a, we had a moment where we were under 100 we haven't been under 100 in 30 days it seems the market goes down four hundred. Wow! Went down four hundred. Market went up four hundred. Wow! Went up four hundred. The market moving at a level of 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 this. It makes people go wow. It makes people ask what actually is happening. Bonds ten-year treasuries now at three point oh nine. Working in. Opposite relation uh, to the markets as it often goes. Nothing we are discussing changes the fact that on Midwest Main Street, you can't find people to work in your shop. On Midwest Main Street, you don't have the stock to sell. On Midwest Main Street, you're doing your Christmas ordering now and last month and the month before in the hopes that anything will show up in those containers from overseas. Anything. Midwest Main Street is wondering what happens when the Longshoremen's deal is up this summer and they start negotiating knowing the entire country is waiting on them. Midwest Main Street wonders when Pete Buttigieg is done being on paternity leave and actually does something to try and help the logistical nightmare that is transportation in the nation. Midwest Main Street wants to know If Joe Biden is gonna spend time working on their issues of how they feed their family, or is it all going to be, yes indeed, trying to figure out how to make sure everybody can have an abortion?
2: The Biden administration is still trying to come up with a game plan to protect abortion rights. After that leaked document signaled the Supreme Court may be ready to overturn Roe v. Wade, but options are currently limited. According to the Washington Post, officials are discussing whether funding, possibly through Medicaid or another mechanism, could be made available for women who travel across state lines for an abortion.
0: Do you think for a second the Biden White House has ever had meetings of this level of seriousness to figure out how you can stay in business and run your business? Yeah, me either. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, how we doing? 833-GOT-TONY would love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. That was Mika Brzezinski on MSNBC this morning. This is what the administration is worried about. This is what they're focused on. Well, ain't that something? Not what you need, not your future, not the cost of milk, not the empty shelves. No! Making sure that everybody who wants a uh an abortion can get one it's a it's a take man it is a take for sure that this is the thing we should be somehow most concerned with i was talking about worker output work work output worker productivity fell at its fastest pace in 75 years. So what they referred to as non-farm productivity. So it's a measure of output against hours worked, right? You, you have, you're, you're scheduled to do this many widgets in this many hours, but you did this many widgets, and if it's over the widgets, well, then you have an increased output, decreased output. We, we, we follow there on the basics. It declined 7.5% January through March. Labor costs... Unit labor costs up 11.6. So over the last four quarters, up 7.2% overall. Biggest gain since the third quarter of 1982. This is not the sign of something strong, of something valuable of something exciting or worthwhile. So let's go back again to this very strange commentary from Jerome Powell that somehow everything is doing all right. At least, at the very least, we should start here that he admits that inflation's a problem.
1: To take this opportunity to speak directly to the American people. Inflation is much too high, and we understand the hardship it is causing, and we're moving expeditiously to bring it back down. We have both the tools we need and the resolve that it will take to restore price stability on behalf of American families and businesses. The economy and the country have been through a lot over the past two years and have proved resilient. It is essential that we bring inflation down if we are to have a sustained period of strong labor market conditions that benefit all. From the standpoint of our congressional mandate to promote maximum employment and price stability, the current picture is plain to see. The labor market is extremely tight and inflation is much too high. Against this backdrop, today the FOMC
0: raised its policy. They raised the rate a half percent. I'm glad that he acknowledges that the labor market is tight, (laughs) we've seen, and inflation is way too high. Then how do you get from that to this
1: for uh, wages are moving up at, and at rates that haven't been seen in quite a long time. so it's, it's, a, it's a very it's a good time to be a worker looking to looking to you know either change jobs or get a wage increase in your current job. So it's a strong economy and, and nothing about it suggests that it's that it's close to or vulnerable to a recession. Now of course, given events around the world and fading fiscal policy effects and, and higher rates, you, you you could see some slower economic activity. Certainly it will not be. Last year was an extraordinarily uh, strong growth year as we recovered from the pandemic, as I mentioned, growth over 5%. But most forecasters have growth this year at, at a, you know, at a solid pace, above 2%.
0: But- I got to tell you, to think that this economy is strong is, is very, very strange to think that recession is not on the horizon. We've already heard from the Bank of America CEO who said, look, you, you, might, you won't see recession you know, this year because uh, you need two quarters of negative GDP, gross domestic product, and uh, we're already into the second quarter. So you, you won't see it this year, that's right. 2023, absolutely. Why is Jerome Powell, uh, head of the Fed, acting like it's just not there in the slightest? Of course it's there. And the reality is, is what we're experiencing is far worse than anything they're experiencing on Wall Street. Although they get all the headlines when the Dow is down over 1,000. It's still down over 1,000. It had gone uh, down 1,100 plus. It's now down 1,061. What we are experiencing on Midwest Main Street is the story. And I, I am stunned still by the amount it is not being paid attention to on Wall Street. Wall Street moves while certainly can set an, an environment. People see it and, and right, they've got these these moments down a thousand. Holy cow. And everyone said, you know the Dow was down a thousand today. You're gonna hear that a hundred million times. At work, if you grab a drink after work, was down over a 1,000. There goes my 401k. <laughs> and then they they're going to have a drink or five. You know what they should be wondering about? The next time they want to have a bourbon, if there's any to have. It's been very, very popular. It's been selling everywhere. The barrels have been very, very hard to get. There's going to be a question of whether or not over the course of the next couple of years, it's going to be difficult to find bourbon. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Yes. If it's difficult to find bourbon, maybe we should ask the question of what happens to the local bars, the local watering holes, the local liquor stores, etc.? Keeping stock, keeping product. Am I always talking about a Wall Street or are we we going to ask ourselves what's going to happen in the real world when you can't get access to certain things like glass bottles? Bourbon does not sell as well in a plastic bottle. Not if you want to spend money on bourbon, it's got to be a glass bottle. And so much of that decision on a bottle is so much of the marketing of that bourbon. You know it as well as I do. You will often buy a bourbon based on the label. Based on the look. It's true of cigars too. The band, the wrapper, it'll tell you quite a bit. It, it, it moves people. Well, if you can't engage the marketing that you want because you don't have the bottles, well, you got a problem. If you don't have the bottles, how do you sell the product? Again, Midwest Main Street. Seeing and feeling the issue. This economy is not great. I wish it was. I got a million things that I don't like about the Biden administration. Mostly his attitude. A million things that I don't like about the administration. I need to somehow invent the idea that the economy is not good when it is. If it was good, I'd be better off. For what reason would I push for a lousy economy? The better the economy, the more advertisers you have, people wanting to go out there and grab the business, although now is the time to be certainly advertising because you got to keep your name ID up. That's what people, oh, they never get it. Man, they, oh, things are a little tight. Let's stop the advertising. The thing that gets you the business is a weird, weird thing to stop. This is the moment where you got to be able to beat your competition and be able to reach people. So when times are good, you're always the name that's out there you're the name that's at the the, the the tip of the tongue the first on the mind and therefore you grow even more It's just reality I'm not that, that's that's not salesmanship those are just facts. this economy is not strong because people don't feel it strong this economy is not strong because people can't get ahead when the inflation is so high that no matter what other wages they've been able to take in in terms of growth of real wages they can't compete it's just reality and i'm bothered by jerome powell not addressing that he recognizes that inflation's too high and says in the same breath the economy is strong It's not the case. It's not the case. Marco Rubio pointing out that ground beef is up 14.9%, eggs 25.9%, coffee 15.8%, natural gas 23.3. Never mind the gas you're putting in at the pump. So, the Dow has fallen it's down a thousand. This might creep itself back up. Who knows? It might even end positive by the end of the day. And people will talk about it. The wild ride on Wall Street. <sniffs> it's Midwest Main Street that matters. and these guys are not paying attention to the problems we're all having. I'm Tony Katz. there's been a recall of vegan chocolate i know i know i've got all the hard hidden stuff people that's who i am that's why we're here hard hidden stuff vegan chocolate recalled because it contains milk I'm sorry, I love this story. Tony Katz. Tony Katz, today, what's going on? Uh, F, Food and Drug Administration uh, confirming that the TJX companies recalled vegan chocolate products due to the potential of undeclared milk. Now, if you're somebody who's allergic to milk and you're getting vegan chocolate for that or you don't like, you, you, you want to live a vegan lifestyle and there's milk in there, I agree. I agree that's a problem. This chocolate is sold at so TJX, it's TJ Maxx. It was the Pimlico Confectioner's Vegan Fine Hazelnut Truffles, the Keats London Vegan Hazelnut Dark Chocolate, and the Keats London Vegan Irish Cream truffles. Now, I'm not going to tell people how to live, but I'm telling you right now, if 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 you if you uh um if you hand me The Keats London Vegan Irish Cream Truffles. I am going to hand them to somebody else. There is no, there is not a planet in which I could exist where that the Vegan Irish Cream Truffle passes these lips. Nope. Boy's got to have a standard. Now the Vegan Fine Hazelnut Truffle, being a Nutella man, I may have to give it a go. Just to see how it doesn't stack up to Nutella, but the vegan Irish cream truffle is right out. By the way, can you check for me, producer Ari? I believe that vegan Irish cream truffle is in Urban Dictionary. If you could just—you <laughs> don't want to know what it means, you, would you? Would you? Would you just just check and and do it on uh, do it on your computer, not mine, because I don't think I need that in my search history. I've uh, i got a virus. TJ Maxx. Well, that's what happens when you do the vegan Irish cream truffle. Uh, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Home Goods, Sierra. What is Sierra? Is that another one of those kinds of places? I never heard of it. And Home Sense. Uh, that's where. That's where it, it was sold. It's nothing sacred, people. You can't even trust the vegan chocolate. I must say, vegetarian. I. 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 I don't understand any of it. That's neither here nor 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 there. Right, Saying, you know what, I don't want to eat milk, fine. Vegan seems so outrageously difficult. And, and I will tell you, outsider looking in, and I'm, you, you, I don't get to decide for you what to do. Meeting people who I've met anecdotally who are vegan, they don't look healthy at all. I'm asking. There are plenty of people who, who run these lifestyles, and you hear about athletes doing it, and it's kind of amazing. But in the main, doesn't look healthy. Now, it, it sure as hell doesn't look fun. It looks downright awful. It just doesn't seem like it's healthy. Of course, everybody is still flipping out over the leak from SCOTUS and the possible overturning of Roe versus Wade. Why are Republicans getting worked up about this? Is this a fight they want? Noah Rothman of Commentary Magazine says, oh, hell no. We'll get into that story next. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. It is sometimes nice to know that you're not alone in this world that possibly for different reasons, there are people who are with you, sometimes for the same reasons, sometimes for reasons you never thought of before, that you're not thinking alone, you're not alone in this world. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's so good to be with you. Rumble.com slash Tony Katz. Be sure to subscribe and check out the page at locals, .locals TonyKatz.locals.com. I have been discussing since the leak from uh, the Supreme Court showing a first draft from Justice Samuel Alito uh, that it would be a 5-3 vote, at least right now, to overturn Roe v. Wade, not knowing where uh, Chief Justice John Roberts is on the subject, and certainly don't know if this is going to be the case when the court uh, uh, makes its ruling uh, late June, early July. I have been saying since this leak, at first the leak is the story for me, but that I do not believe that this is the subject that's going to move the midterms. There are too many things in our lives that are too important. It isn't the subject, although there is definitely a group of people that is completely moved by abortion. Then I see the piece from uh, that says Senator Joe Manchin, West Virginia Democrat, says inflation, not abortion, will fuel midterm elections. Then I see our friend Noah Rothman. Democrats want a referendum on abortion, Republicans shouldn't give them one. Noah Rothman joins us right now of Commentary Magazine. Commentary uh, dot org is where you find his work. Uh, he is uh, the also the editor of Commentary, I should say, author of Unjust Social Justice and the Unmaking of America. He has a new book coming out this summer, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, but your point, the argument that you make is that, und- and as and this is me talking, I want to make sure I'm- I've got it right, there is no doubt that the left <laughs> wants abortion to be the subject for the midterms because they feel that that's a great winner for them. And Republicans aren't very bright, and if they fall into that trap, it's going to hurt them. They don't have to fall into the trap. That's your argument.
2: Yeah, um, for the most part. I think it's actually uh, does them a disservice because it would be very bright to avoid... Oh having a fight over an issue that hasn't materialized yet. A lot of Republicans or Democrats rather were trying to make this bizarre case that because Republican lawmakers were focusing on the leak rather than the the text of a draft opinion, again, a leak for the first time in the history of the Supreme Court, was somehow avoiding the subject of the overturning of Roe is absolute crazy talk. First of all, it's it's madness to even pretend like talking about this leak for the few few days in which it's a relevant subject somehow eclipses the overturning of roe v wade after 50 years is is bananas it's the sort of thing you can only say on the internet without people baker acting you uh but they still seem to believe that and they desperately want to have this fight over the subject over the the substance of this decision if it comes down it will be had there will be discussion around it but like you said the issue set that currently favors republicans Uh, is very broad, and it's um, the foremost on everybody's minds. It's the economy, it's inflation, it's crime, to a lesser degree, it's immigration, it's COVID mitigation regime policies. Uh, Those things are primary motivating factors for voters today, and all of them favor the GOP. Uh, It would be quite foolish to give Democrats what they want, which is a national referendum on this issue, and the only way they could do that is if Republicans nationalize it, if they ignore the substance of this decision which remands the issue to the states and try to make it a federal issue for the federal legislature. That would be, uh, that would disregard conservative legal doctrine, the conservative legal doctrine that led to this decision in the first place. And it would give Democrats exactly what they want. They don't seem inclined to do that, but there will be a couple of Republicans who put their foots in their mouths in the effort to try to ingratiate themselves with uh, with you know pro-life constituencies or just demonstrate their own sensibilities and sentiments um, and try to nationalize this issue, and that would be a mistake.
0: Right. So you were, it, it, what I found interesting, and you have a, a, a what I would only call a companion piece, although it's not, the GOP can still blow it. And I put those two things uh, t- together uh, because there is a conversation about do you want likes and clicks or – or do you want to gain control and move policy? Now I, I will tell you that I am one of the people who you think should be Baker acted, if only because it, I'm I am not shocked. Although I, I had this conversation with producer Ari yesterday, and generationally there's something massive in, happening. It's not surprising to me, having doing this every day, engaged in these conversations, that the the court could have overturned something, and that it's there's certainly been a desire from the political right to overturn Roe v. Wade, the recognition that Roe v. Wade, when it was uh, uh, implemented, if you will, uh, was on very shaky legal grounds. This has always been a conversation, so I found myself less surprised by that possibility and more disgusted by the idea of a leak and that no one seems to care that there's a full-on onslaught and bullying of the judicial branch uh, going on. It's interesting to hear you talk about the fact that this is indeed uh, absolutely earthquake written that you would see this this overturning as 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 a, just a conversation of a precedent and 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 supreme court history how do you see this
2: sure and i mean just briefly on the leak itself like the notion here that you you can somehow avoid focusing on the leak and, or or that talking about the leak somehow undermines the issue of the again the overturning of this supreme court precedent that has been a controversial for, issue for 50 years is just madness but the leak itself is absolutely A subject that deserves to be discussed because it is so egregious on in the best case scenario. It was done in order to influence the proceedings of this court by introducing an element of public opinion and litigating this issue in in the court of public opinion, which is precisely what this court is designed to be uh, completely deaf and blind to public sentiment. Um, That's the best case scenario. Worst. This was done by somebody within this institution with the intention of undermining this, atti- this institution, uh, re- sacrificing its credibility uh, in order to uh, lessen the impact of this, of this decision somehow or change the course of events. Either way, it's an egregious assault on the civic compact, and to ignore it is to, uh, is to demonstrate a lack, of, uh, a lack of understanding of the gravity of this event and perhaps a little bit more contempt for the civic compact than you want to let on.
0: But when it comes to the actual overturn, again, it, 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 could, it could not happen, although once you hear that, that Chief Justice John Roberts calls this authentic, I think it would be something to see one of those five who are, are, are listed make a, a, a change. Certainly you never know with Chief Justice John Roberts how he is going to maneuver here. Uh, but how do you rank this and label this if, if you see an overturning?
2: I mean, it is a momentous decision, and it will have a profound impact on our politics, for sure. I'm with you that I I don't know. I I think everybody thinks they know how abortion plays out in the court of public opinion, and I don't think anybody does. Uh, It's a very nuanced, complex issue where people are of many minds on the subject. There's very little ideological consistency on the part of voters who like Roe but also want to see more restrictions than Roe offers. Um, And talking about abortion is sort of icky. Like, the only people who really enjoy talking about abortion are people who are paid to do so. Otherwise, it's not a subject that people find enjoyable, unless you're an absolute lunatic activist. Uh, on, you know, I'm just completely consumed with this issue. This is, the, this is what gets you out of bed in the morning. Uh, that's not representative of where the public is. The public does not enjoy talking about this issue. And if Democrats to- think they can mobilize their voters on the back of this issue that nobody really enjoys talking about, I think they're going to find a rude awakening for themselves uh, in the summertime
0: talking to Noah Rothman of Commentary Magazine, Commentary.org. You also see him uh, on NBC, MSNBC, and and doing commentary uh, uh, over there as as well. I am, I am in agreement that the Republican Party will do themselves no good by making this their subject. Rather, allow Democrats to make this their subject. And as I have argued, that when they get into saying, like you already heard Chuck Schumer say in less than 24 hours, we're going to bring this to the vote and we're going to put every senator on the record. Uh, the question of, OK, you want to create a law to legalize abortion. What's in the law? 15 weeks, full term, are you going full Ralph Northam, former governor of Virginia, and talking about infanticide? Are you playing the New York uh, law? They now have to have a fight, a fight that they don't wanna have, and they're gonna be having a fight for how late into a pregnancy or afterwards uh, they wanna have an abortion. It is a, a loser as I see it. But this leads to this other piece that you wrote about how the GOP can still blow it. This is my greatest fear, man. I often refer to the Republican Party as the party of stupid. If there is a group of people that can screw up what is clear victory, they can do it. So as you see it, what is the path to clear victory and what is it that they can screw up?
2: Well, message discipline is the path to clear victory. And the message is very plain that uh, Democrats have... Uh, have had two, will have had two years approximately by November of total control of Washington, and they've utterly blown it. They have blown it on the foreign policy front. They've humiliated the United States and Afghanistan. They have blown it on the economic front. We have worse inflation than we've had in four, since 1981 in 40 years. Um, they've blown it on the social policy front because every single, everywhere you turn, every corner you take, something that you once enjoyed is being adulterated or taken away from you some convenience that you had is now gone. Life is much more expensive and more complicated as a result of progressive idiosyncrasies that provide no tangible benefit. That is a good message. Everything else is noise. And when you get into the noise, in order to ingratiate yourself with a very plugged-in activist core that eats, breathes, and sleeps politics on social media, and the most, the most activists, the most fringe— uh, then you start talking yourselves into conspiracy theories and you can blow winnable races, which is exactly what happened to Robert R.J. Reagan, uh, a candidate for Michigan's House district in uh, the Michigan 74th House district, who was running in a district to replace a Republican who had won by 26 points. It's a district. Donald Trump won by 16 points, demonstrating that there are still some Republicans who, who split their ticket votes um, and he lost it and he lost it by a lot. He lost it by at least 12 points, with 8% of voters opting for a write in protest vote just to get away from the guy because he was uh, absolutely toxic. He beat out a lot of Republicans, uh, more conventional Republicans, by going full nut job. The 2020 election was stolen. We got to give it back to Joe Biden. Russia's unprovoked war of territorial aggression is kind of justified. And I'm not going to support any resolution because this, this is a corrupt country. Don't you remember Hunter Biden? And, you know, he started talking about rape and he started dabbling in anti-Semitism and the sort of stuff that you hear on the fringe online. Right. And he lost a winnable race. And there are a lot of candidates for open seats in uh, statewide races, for example, and national races in um, uh, congressional races who have dabbled in the conspiracy theory realm. Uh, uh, Ohio's J.D. Vance, who just won his primary, has talked about explicitly that allowing fentanyl into the country is a plan to, quote, kill a bunch of MAGA voters, that Joe Biden has engineered the crisis on the border uh, in order to, quote, punish the people who didn't vote for him. He's talked with extreme callousness about uh, the situation in Ukraine, even though most Americans and indeed most Republicans support efforts to provide for Ukraine's national defense. And, you know, he's not the only one. You're talking about places, in, uh, Masters in Arizona and You know, others and Ron Johnson was just on uh, on some fringe radio show talking about uh, COVID and vaccines and how this guy was talking about how COVID caused AIDS. And he he tried to let him down gentle, but even keeping that company tarred him, tarnished him by being associated with somebody that 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 was that nutty. Um, This is the sort of thing that gives Democrats a lot of ammunition that they will use to their benefit. And it's just Mistakes. They're just stepping on landmines because they're tripping through a minefield. So let me, casually. Let, me let me, let me jump negative. in.
0: Let me jump in. I got, I got a couple of minutes. Uh, I was on, uh, News Nation last night and, and, the, uh, or actually I take the back. I was on Newsmax, uh, la- last night and there was a conversation about, um, Uh, Trump endorsements and how Trump had 22 endorsements and then we had primaries in Ohio and Indiana, my beloved Indiana, and all of them came true. And what I said was, was that may be true in Ohio regarding J.D. Vance and some others. But I can tell you that in the state of Indiana, nobody was talking about Trump endorsements. I'm not saying anybody opposed a Trump endorsement. I'm making the argument that literally no one was saying, well, they're endorsed by Trump, and that's why I'm going there. That's not, that didn't happen. I don't don't even have that anecdotally, never mind as a position uh, politically. I don't think there's anything wrong with the Trump endorsement, mind you. But you didn't bring that up in this conversation. So you, of all people, making a clear distinction that there's a difference between that and a difference between uh, other things that you're seeing, which is uh, people will mainstream Trump. They won't mainstream some of these other things that you see as real distractions.
2: Well, I think Trump's endorsement mattered a lot in Ohio. I mean, this is, we're talking about a very crowded field, a weak field. All of them bunched up together in polls. Um, it was a real deciding factor just to help, him, help Vance break out of this really crowded pack. But nobody thinks Greg Pence won his primary because Donald Trump was backing him. Correct. I mean, there have that on that list of 22 people. I read that political piece on those list of 22 office holders, and a lot of them were incumbents who are going to win no matter what.
0: That is... I just, I just, it was. I was almost thrilled, right? When when the the election happened in in twenty sixteen, you and I had many uh, a wonderful argument about uh, 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 Trump and 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 the conversation of where Americans were at. What I found interesting in 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 your summation, because I don't disagree with you about running to these things that have no value and some things that exist, and you can find them on the left as well that get into some really awful bigoted uh, kind of things. That was not it, and that you did not bring that up. You and I say that I say this respectfully. It, 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 there there is levels of things that America will accept and things that America will not accept. And what I think the left tries to do very often in this election is try and tie you to Trump, and that's somehow unacceptable. But that's not – my point is that's not the case at all.
2: Well, um, contrary to the, a popular belief among my detractors, I do not think that the universe revolves around Donald Trump. And when he's relevant, I say so. And when he is not, I'm perfectly happy to ignore him. Um, and not not impose him on conditions that he doesn't influence because he you know dominates my thinking. Um, and he does to a certain degree in a lot of people on both sides of the issue. Um, but he's you know where his relevance is is merited. He certainly deserves credit credit. And he was very relevant in Ohio, and I don't as you as you know better than I do. I don't think there was a lot of relevance when it comes to the few contested primaries that we had in uh, in Indiana.
0: And that Noah Rothman is why I love you, baby. Noah Rothman, Noah C. Rothman on the Twitter box, commentary.org. Go check it out. Get yourself a subscription. When the new book drops, uh, we're going to be talking about Noah Rothman. Thank you. We've got more. I'm Tony Katz.